0: Do you find yourself wishing there were more hours in the day, like every day? (laughs) But do you struggle to find the motivation to get your work done and procrastinate far too often? Do you need better time management skills so that you can actually do all the amazing things that you plan to do? Or maybe your kids are taking forever to get their school done right now. I got your back friend and today i'm going to share with you a few simple time saving hacks that are going to help these are the things that i've been using in my own home in my own life and they've really been helping me get focused get productive and feel good about how i'm using my time because i feel like i'm maximizing my time these two tips are going to give you some strategy to not only be productive but also to help your kids create habits to get their work done faster now I know you're listening to this episode because you are like, give me all the tips and tricks to find more time. But I also know that you not only want to be a productive mama, you want to be a peaceful mom. You don't want to be stressed and yelling and rushing all the time. You also want to be a purposeful woman in all the work that you manage, becoming the woman that you feel called to become giving God glory with all of your life. And so for that, I've got some more tips for you and a free resource over at my website. Go to michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. And you can grab and download right there 10 Tips to Finding More Fulfillment for Balancing Motherhood and Business. This is some great strategy, some great tips that you can add along to this conversation and that are really going to help you have a little bit more clarity as you set out for a smooth school year and a smooth semester of work. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you wanna grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together guys. All right, I want to get right into two tips to be more productive and to help your kids get their schoolwork done faster. I think this is something we could all use in our life and I just want to share a few strategies that I've been really getting serious about and applying and I'm going to continue doing in a real serious way because I want to create these habits And this helps me so much to not only get more done, but to focus better and just to have more peace of mind so that I know that what I'm doing is worth it, it's working, I'm using my time well, and I can just feel good about it at the end of the day. So the reason why I had these two tips on the top of my mind is because I've had to really use these the last few months when I found out that we were gonna be moving I was like, oh my goodness, there is so much to do. It's not like life stops. Life keeps going, normal life does. But then on top of it, there's a million new things that are required for the transition. So I really enjoy making plans. That's fun, that's easy for me. I love having vision. I love having a game plan. I love getting clarity. But once I did that, I had to get serious and do the hard work executing it can feel hard when it's something that maybe you don't really want to do or it's something that feels even overwhelming. And moving was like, oh my gosh, this is just like a mountain to climb. And what I found was that right away, I was starting to waste time. I was starting to procrastinate because I just didn't want to do the hard things. And I said, no, I can't afford to do this, Michelle. You've got to use your time well. And we're going to get through this and it's going to be an amazing experience, but I've really got to to take um, inventory on what I'm doing and how I'm doing this. So these were a few tweaks that I made to my schedule and to my day, and they've really made a difference. So I just want to share these with you because they're giving me so much grace by creating more productivity with my time. And I know that it's going to do the same thing for you. So the first thing, one of the biggest stealers of time is, drum roll, (laughs) I'm sure it's going to be a big surprise, but it is, social media. I think we all know this, but we don't always know what to do about it. I know a lot of people delete social media apps. They delete them every night or on the weekends. I've done that before and I've definitely taken long social media breaks. I really encourage you to do that that because what happens is We get in habits so quickly and social media was really designed to suck us in and create an addiction and it really does do that. And so every now and then taking a good month long social media fast is so valuable because it breaks that knee jerk reaction to get online and start scrolling. It really breaks the bad habits and the addiction that can so easily creep in whether we realize it or not. So I really encourage those longer fasting and social media breaks. But what I found on a weekly basis is that I felt like it was kind of annoying to delete the apps constantly, because then I would just need to go on for a second to do something, or I just wanted to share, like share my podcast once a week. And I had to download everything again. And it just that took time. And so I was like, I don't know, what I really want to do is just manage myself better. Because if we can manage myself better, I can manage my time better. And so one thing that I've done that's been really helpful is setting restrictions with social media. The thing about social media, I told my husband this just last night, I was like, it's like sucking your thumb. It seems innocent, but it's the very thing that's going to keep you stuck and stagnant because it's sucking away literally your time and your energy. It's like we get stressed, or we get overwhelmed or the kids are driving us crazy or we have 2 minutes in the bathroom or we have you know 1 minute while something's in the microwave or we're sitting in the car for 3 minutes, 5 minutes here and there or we just I don't know, we feel tired, we're irritated, whatever it is, it's like we just run to this habit. It's like our security blanket. It's just something that comforts us. And it's really so silly and so childish. Like we want to gain control of our lives because we don't want to be a slave to social media. And the biggest thing that I found is that it distracts our minds and it depletes energy and momentum it's crazy because I'm like, I'm not even on social media much. I'm really, really not. Again, I feel like this is a whole nother conversation on this, but I just want to bring this topic up because it is so important. And what you probably don't realize is how much your little bit of scrolling or what you think is your little bit of reading the stories on Instagram, how much of your time it's robbing because those little, little slivers of time, those little pockets that you're giving your attention to social media, to somebody else's life, to something else where you just want to check out, it is literally just zapping away your energy, your momentum, and it takes a whole lot more to get focused and back on track after that kind of distraction than you probably are accounting for. So one thing that I've been doing and I would encourage you to do is just set some simple restrictions. You can literally go on your phone if you have an Apple iPhone, click on settings, click on screen time, click on app limits. I have mine set to 30 minutes a day total. So if I am on Instagram or Facebook combined for longer than 30 minutes, my phone automatically like shuts me out. The, the app just kind of blurs out and disappears and I can't access it. Now I can of course bypass that, which I do sometimes, but ideally let that be your guide. It's not to punish yourself. It's to help have accountability in your life because we may not realize how much time we're giving away. And you know, I always say when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. So maybe think of it that way. Like when I say yes to scrolling, what, who am I saying no to? So the first thing to do to be more productive, to get more time in your day is to delete or set restrictions with social media. And this is something that you can really do to help your kids. And so the point is, is you're eliminating distractions. So this is a great thing to instill in your kids when they go to do their schoolwork or any task, teach them and train them now to eliminate distractions, whether that's some kind of screen or technology device, whatever it looks like, have them push that stuff aside so that they can really maximize their time because time is a gift and it is precious and we don't want to waste it. All right, the second thing that I want to mention is to set timers. That's right. Setting timers for the task that you're doing, it creates better awareness of time. Sometimes when you're home, as a stay-at-home mom, we don't have anybody telling us like, like the bell's not ringing. All right, lunchtime. All right, time to do the next thing. We're just kind of on our own, left to ourselves. And sometimes we're tired and sometimes we feel down or we don't feel motivated to really use our time well with the energy and the focus that we need to. And listen, setting a timer, it's not going to make you a slave to the alarm. Your phone can really be used to serve you. Let it be something that helps you and that supports you in being the woman that you want to be. So let me explain a little bit more about what this looks like because there's several ways that you can do this. The easiest thing that I found and what I've been doing right now also to create a sense of urgency and a sense of awareness of time and focus is I'll literally just pick up my phone and say, Siri, set timer for 30 minutes and I'll Tell myself for 30 minutes, I am in airplane mode. I am completely focused on this one task. I've already removed the distractions and I'm all in to do this one thing. And you just know that it's just 30 minutes and anybody can do anything. So it makes me think of a P90X workout. He said once, he's like, you can do any, no, actually it's 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can do anything for 30 seconds. Okay. But I'm going to say you can do anything for 30 minutes. Surely you can. Sometimes I'll set it for 45 minutes or even 55 minutes just to um, stay under the hour. But be realistic because you don't want to set a timer for too long. Your brain can only focus for so long. In fact, I can't remember the exact statistic, but I believe that this study showed that high performing individuals, these are like peak performers, people that are like very successful, very wealthy, like high achieving individuals. The average is that you, they only focus for about 52 minutes at a time. Like taking breaks and little pit stops is absolutely important and crucial for being productive whether you feel like it or not, like just going and going and going and not stopping is really gonna hurt you at the end of the day. So you need to take breaks. And so setting a timer longer than like 50 minutes, 52, 55 minutes, this is the average time that a high performer based off the studies would focus on a task. Setting it for longer than that, I think is not gonna be beneficial. So I would say 30 minute increment, maybe 45 minutes, maybe 50 or 55 max, but just set Siri, to remind you after a small chunk of time what you need to be doing and then go all in on that task. All right, and again, this is a great thing to do with your kids with school. I've been helping my kids do this. I've purchased some visual uh, timers. I don't know if you know what they are, but you should definitely go on Amazon, get those for your kids. They're really great because you just set the timer and you can actually see with your eyes like how much time is left. And it's not, again, it's not to add stress or pressure to your life. It's to serve you. It's to help you focus because we can waste so much time unknowingly and we can get so distracted. And when you're just aware that like, hey, I'm only half 20 minutes to do this math lesson. Ready, set, go. Let me give it my best. And so what I try to teach my kids before they're doing a subject or before they're doing a particular project is to remove all the distractions, say a prayer and set the timer. Those are three simple strategies that I try to help my kids so that they can be most productive and give their best effort. Another way that you could use your timer or set timers is to have alarms on your phone. Maybe you time block. I hope you time block by now, but this is a great thing to do to indicate transition. So for example, if every day at 12 o'clock, you are done with homeschool and it's time to make lunch. You can have a timer go off so that you're aware that this alarm is going to signal your transition to the next time block and to the next chunk of time, larger chunk of time, where you're going to enter into maybe your work block or another activity. So that's another way that you could use it to help you shift from time block to time block and with larger chunks of time. And let me give you one more really cool strategy and idea for using alarms. This actually, I believe this came from Brendan Burchard. I read his book years ago. It was called High Performance Habits and I got a lot of takeaways from that and I'm pretty sure he's the one that teaches this. But I think it's really valuable to set alarms to check in with your attitude. At certain points in the day, you can be prompted and reminded to check in with yourself. Like, how am I acting right now? What kind of mom am I being? What kind of wife am I being? how do I feel? Where are my emotions at? Let me give you an example because you guys, I'm so real with you. I don't hold anything back. I actually looked up on my phone. I haven't done this in a while. And again, anything will work if you really stick to it, if you're consistent with it and you really just give it your effort. You know, Sometimes when you're starting any new habit, it can feel clumsy and awkward at first, but if you do it, it will work if you really stick with it. So this is just an idea. I did this a while ago and this is literally what I had on my phone. All right. So at 10, 15, right when I was in the midst of homeschool, probably after Bible time, and I was transitioning into the harder part of homeschool where all the patience is needed. You guys know what I'm talking about. What would happen is a little alarm would go off on my phone. And when I picked it up, it would say these three words. It would say family first, joyful, and present. And in that moment, I could ask myself, am I putting my family first? Is that where my heart is? Am I being joyful? Am I fully present with my kids? Isn't that amazing? And I had another alarm that went off at 1.30. So this is right as I was getting into entering into my work block. And the alarm would say these three words when it came up on my phone, focused, fearless, and joyful. And then I had another alarm at 6.30. This was during dinner time, family time. This is about the time that, you know, You're getting tired and the day can start to feel a little bit crazy. You can be a little weary. You're in the middle of dinner and there can be a little bit more needs. And so what it would remind me of at 630, the three words it would say was kind, thankful, affectionate. (laughs) That makes me laugh. That was for my husband. His love language is is physical touch. So I got to remember like be affectionate (laughs) because he needs that. So funny. Um, Okay. Kind, thankful, affectionate, and presence. Like this is who I want to be. And so you can set an alarm and you can put in your three words that would sum up who you desire to be now At this very point in time and in the future, because what you do now, the habits you form now, the choices you make now are going to determine who you become. So it really matters. And again, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. So much is about the posture of our heart. It's not about the thing. It's not just about getting the thing done. It's about who are we in the midst of that? What kind of attitude do we have? Where's our emotions at? Are we walking in peace? Do we have joy? Are we moving forward in purpose, not just productivity? The posture of our heart matters so much. And so this is a great strategy to check in with your heart. These are like little heart checks because when you do this, it's going to help keep you accountable and help you be the woman of God that you're called to be. And another way to do this, and this is kind of how I've evolved, I believe, as I'm growing. I don't set these particular alarms anymore, but I really let my, al- my emotions be the alarm that reminds me when I need a reset, or I need some time with the Lord, or I'm just getting in my own way, or I'm starting to strive, or I'm <laughs> the control freak is coming out of me. I let my emotions be the guide. So for example, whenever I lose my peace, right? That is like an alarm going off in my spirit. It's like the referee blowing the whistle in my heart. It's letting me know that I need to pause because something is off. And I'll use this moment as a trigger, as a reminder to let me reset with the Lord. Like I need to pause and say, hey, what is going on here? Give it to the Lord in prayer. Give myself a little personal time out if I need to, whatever I need to do so that I can fix my attention on the Lord and regain perspective and peace. Because true peace comes from the Lord. It's his spirit within us that gives us peace regardless of the circumstances. So we can always have peace no matter what. It's ours to be found. It's a free gift, but we just have to abide in his love and walk in that. And we are the thing that gets in our own way. And so whenever you lose your peace, let that be like an alarm going off and reminding you to fix your eyes on Jesus and get a better perspective. There's a quote by Jim Rohn, and it says, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. So these little tricks are going to help you get some motivation, but really what we want to do is have habits. We want to have habits of using our time well and really managing ourselves well with all the distractions and all the noise that's all around. The world is constantly pulling us in a million directions. It's constantly wanting to pull us this way and that way and take our time and take our moments and take our peace. And we have to fight for that. We have to fight for these things. So these are just a couple strategies that I have been using actively that I'm teaching my kids as we are in transition, as we're starting and settling into the school year, as we're doing a lot of extra things because of the season that we're in and we want to do everything well. So, just to wrap it up, the first thing to do to be more productive and to help your kids also be more productive is to delete social media apps or eliminate it. Set boundaries, eliminate the distractions is really the goal. The second thing we can do is set timers to help you focus, set timers to serve you with maybe some of the strategies that I mentioned previously. And just as a bonus, I'll mention. I think you should pray more. That was what popped into my mind as I was writing these last two points out just to kind of wrap up this whole conversation. I was like, yeah, I just wanna pray continuously. I wanna be engaged. I wanna be in unity with my heavenly father and in conversation with him. Philippians 4, six through seven, I'll leave you with this verse. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So the key to better time management is to manage yourself better. Give yourself some accountability and the opportunity for best focus by doing these two strategies. And if you feel like you need some more specific accountability or some strategy for focus in your own life, given your own circumstances and where you're at, feel free to go over to the website michellehyatt.com forward slash coaching and grab a limited seat for a heart to heart coaching call. And I would love to help you out in that way. Or I will see you on the next episode of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. And you like Mama so please leave a review. Hey mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, dot com forward slash connect.